Hey, now, people that were watching Baylor BYU, these both these guys are really, really good. And I was even reading some stuff you were talking about, even going back a couple of years ago with uh, with Zach there at quarterback. Um, you know, so these guys were putting up some numbers. Uh, what are these other wide receivers? Keanu comes to uh, Hall, you know Hill comes to mind because we know about his uh, his father. Are, are these young receivers up to the task, do you think? Like, how big a loss is this heading into uh, uh, what should be a great matchup? This is a, a big loss, but I think that BYU can navigate it okay. I mean, because last week they had 12 different receivers catch a pass. Uh, this, this is considered the, the, the deepest BYU receiver room that they've had since they've been an independent program, and that dates back to 2011. Uh, so... Keanu Hill, Chase Roberts, a former Under Armour All-American, a four-star prospect. He's going to be a big name to watch out for, uh, number 27. Uh, but then also Cody Epps. Cody Epps, the number zero, he's more of a slot receiver. Had uh, four catches last week against USF in high school. He was at Modern Day High School uh, at, at Alabama. He was the top target for Bryce Young. So there's talent there. It's just unproven. Uh, but I think BYU can navigate it because I think that ultimately this game comes down to 2.8 yards per carry again like they did last year against Baylor. Well, they're going to lose this game. If they can establish the run, uh, that's going to give them the best chance of winning this ball game. You know, Algier was someone we had tremendous uh, respect for and, and put up great numbers. And, and like you said, they didn't have the greatest game against the Bears. I believe I was reading this week that uh, the uh, BYU now, as starting running back, has a transfer in from Cal, uh, has come in there. What What is the – is this going to be more of a committee situation? I mean, Algier was a, was a great bell cow type back. What uh, what will the uh, what will the run game look like? Because this is a uh, experienced and 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 much uh, publicized uh, uh, offensive line that BYU has. The the running attack will be uh, you know I think ideally they want to have Chris Brooks the Cal transfer who you're referring to. They want him to be the bell cow back. Uh, you know six one two thirty five. Some around the program would say he's a, a better receiver out of the backfield than Tyler Algier was, really invites contact, very similar in, in, his, in his running styles, but he's a bigger uh, physical you know, body type. The other running back to keep an eye on will be Lopini Katoa, number four. He's been around since 2017, took advantage of the COVID year, and you know he's a, a veteran guy. Uh, last, last week had a nice performance, 10 carries, uh, played really well, uh, which was kind of surprising because – Last season, he wasn't much of a factor in BYU's running attack. In fact, there was a game against Boise State where he had two fumbles in the loss against the Broncos and, and kind of single-handedly cost BYU that game. So that's kind of the, you know, the, the top two guys. There's also a guy by the name of Miles Davis, number 19, who coaches really liked in terms of maybe a, a wild card in this game who could maybe emerge and, and get a few carries. That would be him. But Chris Brooks, ideally, I think these coaches – want to have him emerge as that bell cow running back that BYU can turn to. And this might be the game due to Puka and Gunner being out uh, that it goes, you know, maybe a 20 carry night potentially if BYU can get that ground game working early on against the Bears. 
That would be a fun uh, name to get behind Miles Davis for obvious reasons, and uh, I, I, you could do some things with that in terms of awards. <laughs> Talking to Mitch Harper, uh, BYU insider, and um, uh, Mitch has done a really good job. In fact, on uh, this uh, uh, volleyball story has been a really tough one, uh, and we'll get to that um, in a second. But I, I'm just th- I'm thinking about the the fandom there. And, and hearing Coach uh, Sataki talk about, hey, how Baylor is kind of the standard. You know, they're hoping to pattern some things. I that's that's kind of almost weird for. I'm a Baylor guy. I went to Baylor. That's weird for Baylor people to hear because obviously, it, we've been good lately, but but not a storied program over the years. There's been some great moments. Sure. There's been some bad moments. So when you hear a program that has had decades of sustained success. Like BYU saying that, that's pretty interesting that um, that he would say that. But, I mean, I, I do think probably what he's talking about is Baylor's at a little bit different level right now, and it's a level BYU's uh, trying to get to. Is, are, the, are the fans there? I mean, is this a, is this a, 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 a huge buildup to this game? What, what, is it, what has it been like, and what do you expect this atmosphere to be like tomorrow night? Massive game. Uh, I would say it's one of the three biggest games BYU's had since they've been an independent program. Uh, and that's, that's spanning a decade. I mean, th- this is a huge game because I think there's also a ton of respect just inherently from the fact that, you know, Baylor's a faith-based program. And I think that, you know, BYU looks to them as an athletic department as a whole that uh, they want to be in the Big 12 where they've got the great basketball program. They've got a great championship-winning football program. You know, Mac Rhodes is a well-established AD, of course. You guys know that. I mean, just everything about Baylor feels big time. And BYU has always operated from a standpoint of do more with less. And I just think there's a lot of respect for Baylor. And seeing it firsthand last year, how physical Baylor played against BYU, it was a little bit of an eye-opening experience. And, you know, honestly, Matt, this is the game that BYU, I think, looks at the players, the fans, They've circled this one. It's kind of taken the place of Utah because Utah was the game that, uh, you know, is off the schedule this year due to, uh, you know, Utah wanting to play the Florida Gators. This has become the big game for BYU this year. And even I think even bigger than maybe Notre Dame because of the Big 12 tie and because it's in Provo, this is the one everyone's been circling. So, uh, and, and of course, you got the element of revenge on the mind too. So, huge game uh and the atmosphere it's close to a sellout i think it's gonna ultimately get there it should be a rocking crowd and for any baylor fans that are going to be there i think they're in for a treat of an experience i mean the the visuals are are outstanding but i think also too that you know the hospitality is really good and that was one of the big takeaways that i took away from being in waco last year was just how cordial everyone was even even the media relations staff was saying Hey, do you guys drink caffeine? Like, if, if not, like, hey, we, we do drink our caffeine here here in uh, Provo. But uh, it's just, I think this is going to turn into a great matchup year by year and hopefully become a, an annual matchup with the, with the upcoming scheduling in the Big 12. But, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of respect, and I think it's going to be a fun atmosphere tomorrow night. Yeah, I think we've overdone some uh, the caffeine thing because I, I put up just a fun <laughs> thing about Dr. Pepper floats and people are like, they don't drink caffeine. It's like I had offended somebody, and I'm like, I think there, I think there are sodas to be had in that stadium. Now, we may not have beer options, but we don't have that in weight, you know, at, at the Baylor Stadium or BYU, okay? Uh, now, that would be 
that would be the day if something like that happened. Now, are there any Baptist churches around there? Like, what if the folks wanted to go, uh, you know, stay up very late Saturday night and go worship somewhere on a Sunday morning? Would we be able to find a, a Baptist church around there? You know, that's a great question, Matt. I, I'd have to look at that. I, I, I need my, my, off, my, off the top of my mind, I, I'm not sure of one uh, in, in Provo. Uh, I know there are there are many in, in there, there's some in Salt Lake City, uh, 45 miles north of of Provo. Uh, but uh, in, in Provo, I, I nothing comes to mind at first. But I, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, because there's some places of worship uh, for LDS that I don't think I don't think the Baptists can just go sliding right in. We might be able to like hang out in the foyer or something, but there's some play, some inner sanctums I don't think we're allowed to go in, but uh, it will be fun to see the two uh, fan bases hanging out and, and doing all that. And by the way, um, uh, you know, th- I, this, this volleyball story with Duke, that was a crazy story. Uh, the ruling that comes down or from BYU, the, the investigation that they did, and this, it, sometimes you go, oh, well, they, they – um, they, they, you know, went there. They, they were the ones doing the investigation. This was not independent. It does seem like they kind of did everything possible to find out a very strange ending to this, Mitch, where the uh, the apparent fan who was saying the uh, racist remarks has now been the ban has been lifted because they couldn't find evidence that the fan had actually said that stuff. I, you've covered this thing. Is this one of the weirdest ones you've ever been a part of? And what is the takeaway from this? I mean, I, I you know, you don't, you hate to say, well, did somebody make some stuff up? But this is a hard one to get your arms around. It's uh, it's it's one of the more unusual stories uh, that uh, I've covered uh, on on this BYU beat for sure. And you know, I think it's the range of emotions too. Because at first, I think anyone that heard this story thought, "Yeah, ban that fan," and and uh, and that that there's no place for for racist behavior. And I think at the same time, BYU was was and they took it serious. I mean, they defined uh, you know this the the uh, they they immediately banned the person after pointed them out. They also wanted to see the video of it because nothing had surfaced yeah. and. And, you know, that, that arena was piped in with so many microphones and so many different cameras, both from the television and then also from the team equipment side. And they poured over everything. And, and then the, they, they spoke with Duke administrators and, and even Duke standing next to uh, a BYU police officer. And the BYU police officer report is stating that they didn't hear anything. So, it's just an unusual story, and ultimately, you know, none of us can speak for what that girl experienced or what she heard. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, you know, I think BYU was trying at the same time uh, to try to maybe clear their name a little bit because, I mean, that was that was something that, uh, you know, quite uh, frankly, I mean, that can, that can hurt just a, a, a real stain on a university. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, for, and also, and going into the Big 12 Conference for, you know, having that as something that uh, – is on them that I mean they, they didn't want it they want to take everything that they could to, to root yeah. that out as they put out but uh, yeah it, it, unusual story to say the least and uh, uh, it, we'll see what uh, what it comes of it going forward well I thought the AD did a really nice job and he did everything he could in a really tough spot and uh, so 
Uh, anyway, a very strange story. Mitch, I hope it's a, a wonderful game and uh, look forward to more conversations as uh, we move forward with what I hope becomes kind of a fun rivalry with two religious schools, Baylor and uh, BYU, and hopefully my uh, the Bears are in, in uh, uh, on their best behavior, okay? Some of my brethren have become a little more open with some of their activities, so just kind of keep your, keep your head on a swivel out there, all right? Well, I appreciate that, and looking forward to more conversations as well. And, uh, yeah, I think tomorrow, tomorrow night's going to be a lot of fun, and I think the first of many great games between these two programs. Well, I appreciate it. There he goes. Uh, Mitch Harper joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. Kurt Quillen. The China Spring Coaches Show with Tyler Beatty is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Bush's Chicken at China Springs, China Spring Country Store, and Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors. China Spring Cougars forged to come from behind 42 to 41 victory over Melissa this past Friday. Coach, tell us about that exciting finish to that victory. It was, uh, you know, a little worrisome there in the beginning, but what was amazing is we got some kids that have stepped up into some leadership roles and, and us being able to watch that sideline and, and the kids never giving up gave us a lot of uh, hope and in, in, uh, what's to come. Well, Trey Hafford was a big part of that win. Eight catches, 111 yards, two touchdowns. Tell us a little bit about it, his contribution. You know, Trey's a guy that we knew would have to step up in a big way for us this year, being a two-way starter. Uh, he's just done a really good job of controlling his emotions. He, he gets really caught up in the game at times, and he did a really good job of staying composed on both sides, communicating on the defensive side, and obviously uh, making plays when, when, when he needed to. Now, on defense, you got some outstanding effort from Jacob Mott and Tristan Exline. Talk about their performance. You know, Jacob Mott was a uh, starting corner for us a year ago on that championship team, and, and us losing Mason Kirk, an outside linebacker for us, we knew that Jacob would be the guy to fit into that position, and he's really done a great job. Big big plays down down the stretch by Jacob, and, and Tristan obviously is, is uh, an extremely well-coached player, so he does a really good job. This week he hosts the Mahaya Black Cats. What concerns do they present to your team? They are really athletic. The athlete factor, you know, you never know. They might have it drawn up or schemed up one way, but with them being able to kind of get in some space, present some challenges for us, being sure that we're rallying to the football and, and being sound on defense. ESPN Central Texas. You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the entire gang at China Spring Country Store. 9030 China Spring Highway and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. 
Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 7464. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Turnovers plagued Waco High as they lost their district opener to Granbury 45-3. Tonight, University looks for its second win in a row as they host Arlington Heights, and you can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. Also in high school football tonight, second-ranked China Spring host Mahaya, number four Lorena, travels to Trinity Leadership. And Temple is on the road at College Station. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. A big road trip for Mary Harden Baylor this week as they go to Wisconsin Whitewater. You can hear that game tomorrow starting at 1130 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Also a road trip for the Baylor Bears this weekend as they visit Brigham Young. That game has a 915 kickoff and you can hear the action on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hi, is Matt Mosley. It's Campus Confidential. Heavy slate of uh, college football games this weekend. We'll get into that as we get into the 5 o'clock hour. A reminder, uh, former Baylor legend Steve Stutzman going to join us at 5 o'clock. Man, he was a big-time player for the Bears back in the day. Back when they weren't throwing to the tight end a whole lot, but he was a matchup nightmare. No linebacker could cover him. Too big for safeties. Certainly not a corner, but uh, um, that'll be a fun uh, conversation coming up at 5 o'clock. All right, let's turn it over to Aaron Sexton. What's going on? As Baylor travels to Utah to take on BYU, BYU will be without their two best receivers. The number 21 Cougars will be without junior Puka Nakua and senior Gunnar Romney as they take on Baylor tomorrow. A game right you can hear right here on ESPN Central Texas. The two receivers accounted for 
of BYU's returning receiving yards, according to ESPN stats and info. Yeah, the report comes out two or three hours ago. Pete Thamel of ESPN. Both these players are, as Aaron was touching on, NFL prospects. Gunnar Romney, if you're wondering if he's kin to Mitt Romney, former uh, presidential candidate, I think the answer is yes. I think I looked this up at one time. I probably should do it again. But um, I, I do believe he is part of that Romney family. Are, and, oh, we were talking yeah. about it on John's show for a second. They're they're related. It's It's pretty distant, but I think they're way down the line cousins. They are related, though. Yeah, and... Uh, and, of course, uh, would be the grandson. Um, well, he wouldn't be the grandson, but I was thinking back George Romney before Mitt. Okay, we won't get too political here, but uh, Romney family. Uh, and I believe uh, I believe he did go either to BYU or I know he's LDS. But anyway, there's your, uh, there's your Romney news. Uh, Puka Nakua is just – an awesome receiver. I, I last year in that game they had a couple of deep balls that he high pointed. I was trying to remember if that was Romney or Nakua. I believe the one I'm thinking about was Nakua. Both these, uh, both these. I mean, just incredible body control, the ability to high point footballs. Uh, they both have it. Now, I'll remind you this: this they were so excited a few years ago about coming into the Metroplex and getting a guy from Euless Trinity that is Lloyd Hill's son, Keanu Hill. And I think I was reading a story about this, Aaron, like how Keanu got his name, and it, it, it was his mom. Uh, it was part of, and of course, Trinity has a huge Polynesian heritage. The mom uh, is Polynesian. And then Lloyd Hill played for the Friday Night Lights, Odessa Permian, back in 88 and 89, around then, but then became a, a very famous player uh, in his own right at uh, Texas Tech. And then, Aaron, to complete the story, guess who his little brother is? Roy Williams, who played at the University of Texas and then later was a draft pick oh, of wow. the, uh, the Lions and then played for. But Roy Williams played at Odessa Permian as well. And so that is some incredible bloodlines for Keanu Hill, who will start in this game, probably because of these two uh, folks being out. And as they said, there was one player he mentioned that was um, really, you know, from a speed standpoint, was big time. So it, they, they will miss these guys, don't. Uh, but I, I, I like that, Aaron. Coach Roeder, did you see Travis Roeder was on Twitter saying that he thought BYU leaked this story to a national reporter on purpose because they want to cause Baylor a distraction. <laughs> they want the news out there. Now, if I'm BYU, I don't think I'd be leaking. I mean, I would think I would want right until kickoff, Baylor wondering if these two-star receivers are going to be playing. So I I don't know about Travis's uh, uh, conspiracy theory there, but uh, it is interesting that those two players are out. Aaron? Big 12 Commissioner. Brett Yormark reiterated yesterday that league leaders will continue to vet, quote, every option possible to further enhance the conference, but also said the Big 12 does not have to expand. The comments came a day after Yormark said the Big 12 would be interested in going out west for potential conference expansion. Yormark also said 
that those comments didn't impact his ability yesterday to work with Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyvkoff when the two were in the same cramped room together for the college football playoff meeting about possibly implementing a 12-team format as early as the 2024 season. He says, quote, everyone in that room is a pro. They've been doing this for many, many years. They understand there's a business side and the personal side, and when we go in there, it's all business and it's never personal. That being said, had to be kind of awkward yesterday, didn't it? Yeah, I kind of mad at myself. I, I could have done the show from out there. I think they met at DFW Airport. Like you know, they were all kind of getting together, a little cramped room. Would have enjoyed you know, kind of waiting out there, loitering around, and and to see what that was like. Now, Aaron, who again? Who was saying that these guys are pros? Who was this quote? That from? was your. That was your mark. Oh, Brett was saying all these guys are pros. Okay. Yeah, because him and Klivkoff were obviously both in the room yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just bet was there was tra- a couple of side-eye glances from the Pac-12 <laughs> commissioner. I have no doubt. <laughs> oh, a little side-eye, a little side-eye action. I like that. I like some of that. Uh, Aaron, do we have time for one more? we got Steve Stutchman coming up, and sometimes our, our Friday remind me, because sometimes our breaks are – extremely long we're okay can i do i have time to get one more in here sure okay uh this was an interesting story out there uh that baylor men's basketball did get a picked up a commitment from robert wright the third and uh plays guard i think it uh was good by the way getting uh was getting some uh intel where scott drew may have been today all right, uh, over at my, over at uh, so I, I, I'll look into that uh, and see. But boy, Scott is relentless when it comes to recruiting, and there there are some uh, uh, a birdie told me that may live in this household that uh, he may have been in the uh, Metroplex today looking at a major big time talent. But I want to stick with this, Robert Wright the third on what he brings to the uh, Baylor men's basketball. Baylor's getting a point guard that can run the show and make plays at a high level, but also create for himself when the offense breaks down in a good on-ball defender. Robert Wright III. Aaron, I'm sure you saw this report out there. So Baylor continues to bring in, and these these are all top, you know, elite type players i don't have it in front of me aaron did you see where he's ranked um robert wright the third yes i'm sure okay where is he Uh, he is the this is on three's rankings i don't know about the other sites but he's the 32nd ranked recruit in the country and his commitment and the uh the commitment from five-star small forward jason asimota give baylor currently the number one recruiting class in 2024 Wow. And, and obviously they're still trying to get Trey Johnson from Lake Highlands. He's 2024, and he's pretty much the best shooting guard in the country. Um, but we, we shall see what goes on with that. His uh, father is a coach uh, at Lake Highlands. And there, there may be some, some universities that are interested in bringing the, uh, the dad to campus. It's going to be interesting to watch how all this plays out. But, boy, Trey Johnson is unreal. All right, we're going to go talk to a Baylor great, one of the best um, 
tight ends to ever play for the Bears. It is Steve Stutzman, and one of the great high school players uh, in the state of Texas. Uh, they were winning state titles back in the day at Dangerfield. Steve Stutzman on the Matt Mosley Show next. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak Prescott can't finish Thursday's practice and is on the injury report. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the Cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. The Cowboys added quarterback Dak Prescott to the injury list yesterday. He experienced pain in his right ankle early in practice because, as he told reporters, he was breaking in a new style of Nike cleats. He didn't return to the game plan installation portion of practice, so it was backup Cooper Rush who got first-team reps, which will prove valuable if, in fact, Rush has to step in for Dak Sunday night. You know, a lot of times you don't get reps with those receivers, those guys up front, so um, those are valuable for me. Every time you get those chances, you want to make the most of them. Dak admits switching shoes a few days before the game wasn't a good idea, but he does expect to be good to go. Hopefully he's able to practice today as they put the finishing touches on the plan for Sunday night hosting the Bucks. Primetime kickoff will be 720. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event call 254-710-8080 from the alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram studios this is krzi waco k222 dc waco k265 dv temple espn central texas welcome back to the matt mosley show the presenting sponsor of the matt mosley show is central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Audio's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show. And uh, I'm so excited to talk to our next guest. Uh, Steve Stutzman played tight end for the Bears and uh, was one of the great high school players out at Dangerfield. And, uh, Steve, it is uh, – I think you're in position to, to watch some college football. You've made your way to Norman, Oklahoma, where you have a son on that Sooners team. I, I wish we could have gotten him on this Bears team. I know they wanted him. But um, very exciting to have you on the program today. Hey, thanks for having me, Matt. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, no, we're uh, we're excited. Uh, you know, I think just like every college football fan, it's finally, you know, uh, the eight month wait is over, and we're we're deep into deep into the some really good games. You know, I know Baylor's got uh, you know BYU tomorrow night, so uh, it'll be exciting, exciting weekend. You still keep an eye on your alma mater, uh, Steve, even though you got that Sooners, obviously uh, you got you got that crimson and cream uh, that you wear a lot. And, and, boy, your son had a storied uh, high school career, and it's been kind of fun to watch him. In fact, that's how I tracked you down a while back. I said, hey, I want to talk to your dad. I think I DM'd your son. And he said, yeah, yeah. And he, that's, how I, uh, that's how I got a hold of you. But uh, it's uh, – it's you know Baylor going to BYU. What were you thinking last year when the Bears uh, uh, got twelve wins, a school record, and then win the Sugar Bowl? Uh, it, it pretty remarkable what they've done. What have uh, what have you thought about uh, the Dave Aranda era so far? Uh, you, you know what, uh, Matt. I really really wish it. Uh, you know, you know when Matt Matt Rule, Coach Rule left, and Dave came in. I wish. And then, you know, we had COVID. I wish the, you know, uh, my son would would have got a really, a really good, ex- I wouldn't say recruiting experience because he wasn't allowed to go to any campuses that had it shut down. And uh, 
We, mm. you know, by the time they got Dave, uh, Coach Aranda came in, and I spoke to him on the phone. What a great guy. What a great hire. And, uh, you know, just uh, just kudos to what he's done. I mean, uh, I was, you know, I was there last year in Waco when, uh, you know, they, they uh, beat the Sooners. And I said, well, if anybody's going to beat the Sooners, man, I'd, I'd rather be my Bears. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's it, you know, I'll root for them when they're not playing uh, against the Sooners. And then, you know, I got, uh, you know, I got a few, a few sweat, you know, some blood and sweat there in Waco and, you know, met my wife there, and uh, so we got some some great friendships and you know great memories uh, from there. So uh, I'm always pulling for them, and it, there's only one time, uh, you know, one time a year I'm not. Steve Stutzman on the Matt Mosley Show from uh, Dangerfield, Texas. Boy, that brings back painful memories. Uh, Steve, I went to uh, Kaufman High School. I'm uh, younger, so I was a kid when. Uh, when y'all were beating up on the Lions every once in a while in the playoffs, but y'all y'all were that was those were some unreal teams that you were a part of. How how fun was that looking back? I mean, that's even going to college and, and having a really good career at Baylor. Uh, it's hard to top what r- that run was like at Dangerfield and that coach. I mean, y'all probably had as good a coach as any anywhere in the state of Texas. The guy, Marshall, Dennis Parker, got a lot of attention uh, for what he did in about 1990. Coach Trailer's gotten a lot of attention for Gilmer. But but what what was, what was happened at Dangerfield is one of the great stories in, in Texas high school history. Uh, no, it really was. I mean, uh, Coach Alexander, you know, I think just this year, actually I think a couple months ago he was in the, you know, was in the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame and uh, for coaching and, and rightly so. And, uh, you know, he was a players, uh, you know, players coach. Um, I mean, he had played at Rice, you know, he, uh, he knew what was going on and, and had a great staff. And, uh, I, and I thought for a small, you know, three, a football, uh, they were, the coaching was as good as any, you know, any in Texas for sure. And it was, a, it was a fun time. I mean, that's, you know, Texas high school, you, you just got to live in Texas to know that if you're not playing football, you don't know what you're doing, you know, and the whole town is just supporting you. And, and uh, it's just an awesome feeling, you know, and then looking back on what, uh, you know, they had the 83 team that set some national records. And then uh, I played, I was a freshman then, and I played right after that, 84, 85, 86. We had some, I think we lost lost one game in my whole career. Um and at Dangerfield, so it, yeah, it was it was special time. It really, it really was. It was. It's fun looking back at it now. That some of that stuff still holds up. Well, and what was the uh, Baylor connection? You know, Thomas Everett goes to Baylor, has an unbelievable career. Mims, um, you did. Like, what what do you remember about your recruitment? Because you were, you know, you obviously uh, were well known. A lot of different places came after you. Um, what was, uh, what was it about Baylor? What coach, coach Taft, like what was the, uh, which assistant was the first person you remember, uh, coming to your games and, and, uh, recruiting you? Well, it was a uh, coach lane. He was a tight end coach, but he, uh, he was the head coach for Dangerfield back in 68. Um, when they had won the state championship and then he went on. And uh, went, uh, I think uh, I don't know. He, he hooked up with uh, Coach Taft in the '70s, and and was on his staff for all the way through Baylor. But uh, it really came down to Thomas. You know, Thomas Everett. You know, following him at uh, at Baylor and watching their success. 
I remember watching them uh, go to, you know, going to California, beating up on, you know, beat up on USC and, and had some really, uh, you know, some, some really nice runs there. And then just talking to him when he was in town and, um, uh, that that's kind of that's kind of the relationship that's built. That's kind of been the, the backbone for, for for a lot of the guys from Dangerfield coming through. Steve Stutzman joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You were a really big guy. You were a great target as a tight end. I was looking back at the numbers and I was kind of shocked. I was like, okay, why why did they not throw it to him more? Because even that one year, I mean the. However many catches you had, it was like 18, 20 yards a catch. Um, what were you being asked to do back? Was it more like, hey, we need you to block, stay in and block? Because uh, when you got out in uh, in some of those routes, and, and do you ever watch now and see how many balls these tight ends, especially in the NFL, get and go, well, maybe I was ahead of my time a little bit? <laughs> well, man, I, one of the things that happened was I had to, got injured my sophomore year. And we ran a pro. The one of the reasons I also went to Baylor was that we had a. They, they were running a pro style offense, which featured the tight end a lot. And uh, and then after my sophomore year, when we came back, uh, Coach Taft decided to hire a um, Coach Reedy, which he ran mm. the the option. So basically, it was a death of the pro style and death of <laughs> any kind of receiving tight end uh, in that in that system. And there wasn't you know there wasn't transfer portal. You know, back then, if you transferred out of the con- in conference two years, sit- you had to sit out two years, and uh, if it was out of conference one year, and you know, there just wasn't a lot of accessibility if you were looking to go elsewhere. So you basically, you're, I would, for lack of a better word, you're you're kind of stuck in the system, and and you try to do the best you can. So that's what ha- that's kind of what happened. But for I mean, as I remember, you were a big old. You were six what six four. Uh, I mean, and, and, or maybe six, five and, and had the speed at that size to even, and JJ Joe was reminding me at one point in your career, you even moved to the X and, and were playing that position. You know, Melvin Bonner had shown up and he was a great deep threat. Well, what happened that, uh, you were able to, to go over there and play a little, wide receiver and, and is that something you had done even previously and, and felt comfortable doing? Yeah, no, I, you know, in in high school, I lined up out, you know, I was 220, uh, even uh, for a couple of years at Baylor, you know, 230 was about my speed. So I, when we changed over to that, uh, the option, I was about 245 uh, then. So a little bit, like you said, more bulky, you know, more, more for attacking uh, And they split me out to so put me on the corner or, um, and uh, you know, block a safety for that, uh, for the outside edge attack. Um, and then occasionally, you know, we'd slip out, slip in a route behind or things like that. But just, yeah, it was just a, just a different concept. You know, I just, uh, you know, my best, my playing weight, um, was probably about 230. You know, I was a, I wouldn't say speedy guy, four, five, eight, four, six, zero guy, you know, could run, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's all good. Yeah. Well, those were, um, those were and I, I I remember those catches. I mean, one of those years, by the way, you caught an early in your career. You caught three balls one of those seasons, and I think you averaged like thirty-eight yards a catch. I mean, you you could get in the open field. Now, quarterbacks-wise, um, Cody was leaving. Is kind of you were coming in. Gable, you hook up with him pretty um, 
pretty early in your career, and that was kind of remarkable because he was he was he had to play. He was pressed into duty, and they usually didn't do that. He was pressed into duty early, and then you finish up with JJ. What was it like with all those uh, different quarterbacks? And who did you always feel like you had maybe the best rhythm with? Well, uh, you know, Brad, uh, you know, Brad Gable. We, we I played against in the state championship where he went to Quero Dangerfield. So, you know, he was a top passer uh, that year. And uh, when I was a I, I was a junior when we beat them in the state championship, but uh, you could just tell he was a, he was a drop back pocket passer and and really fit what Baylor was doing. So when I went there, I had a rapport with him and and uh, you know in practice and uh, you know that that type of offense really fit good for what uh, what we were running. And then you know when JJ when when JJ came in and, and ran the option, and, you know he's just a great guy, man. He's a he's just a pure athlete. I mean we used to. You know, in the off season, we used to go play basketball for hours. You know, you know, JJ was just one of those guys, and you know, he could do, you know, probably do, every, you know, do anything he wants. You know, as an athlete, I mean, just a just a great, phenomenal guy. And um, but I would have to say, you know, as far as you know, what the style of offense was with Brad was was more suited to my talents. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's remarkable to think back, and uh, th- those were some fun teams. And then the '91 team was going great guns, my gosh, to beat Colorado. So that was a really interesting time. I love thinking about some of those old coaches, Bill Lane. What a what a legend! You know, we still get together with some of those guys. You'll see Robert James show up and that kind of thing, yeah. and and um, it's uh, it's it's remarkable to think back. How what what do you think of the uh, uh, the Sooners, by the way, with uh, uh, your son Danny uh, uh, being a linebacker there and then Venables coming in there. W- were you initially one of the people that was pretty upset with Lincoln Riley, you know, having a son that had been recruited there? Or or what was your what was your uh, gut reaction when all that was going down? You know, yeah, it was kind of interesting. And, I, and I've, talked, I've talked about this, uh, you know, with um, – with the Sooner Media is, you know, the night after Bedlam, uh, Raft, we're, I'm talking with Danny's position coach, uh, Coach Odom, who had recruited Danny, and that's what kind of sealed the deal for Danny was uh, that, co- you know, Coach Odom uh, played at Oklahoma, had Oklahoma ties, and just uh, really, you know, really built a great relationship with Danny. We're there after the game that night, and he's talking about uh, – you know what a good season, and can't wait to get Danny in the you know weight room and, and get him uh, get him ready for next year. And then the next morning, the news broke, and uh, first the first text I got that morning was Coach Odom. The, the, the staff had no idea. I, I really believe that. Um, hey, you know, Coach Riley, wishing the best of luck. Only downfall I really thought was he could have handled it a little better. I mean, I don't know how many of us make a life changing decision like that uh from one night to the next you know uh, i just i made a lot of them in my life and i know it, it took me it took me longer than 10 hours to do it so uh, that was the only thing it wasn't uh that he was leaving it's just uh, how he left basically all right well i like i was looking at some of these stories that are floating around and 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 one of them says danny stutchman combines humor intensity to help lead Oklahoma's young linebackers is uh does he is he does he like to have a good time I know you did back in the day and, and is he is he always uh 
uh, cutting up a little bit. Uh, what, what's his What's his personality like? Yeah, he gets he gets that from me. If you talk to any of my teammates in Bayley, uh, I'm a, a kind of a joker. I mean, that's I kind of make you know make make light, kind of loosen everybody up, and that's kind of what he does. Um, he he, he he makes light of everything. So when it's time to, you know, that's his, his it's kind of his release, you know, after uh, practice or or a tough day or whatever. He just kind of joke around and break the ice with his teammates. Uh, but yeah, he gets uh, we kind of do that. We did that all his, you know, growing up. You know, it's kind of going back and forth, ribbing each other. You know, harmless harmless fun. And then uh, <laughs> you know, he knows when it's time when it's time to when it's time to flip the switch. I mean, it's that's it's it, it's work time, and he knows that. Talking to Steve Stutchman, former uh, Baylor star, played tight end for the Bears. Have you ever shown Danny any uh, uh, Bosworth video? Does he? I mean, you would think um, those guys obviously don't remember him playing; they're too young. But uh, so such a famous guy has is Danny familiar with uh, the Boz? Oh yeah, definitely. He, he knows who the boss is. He's he's seen the tape. He's uh, he's seen. Uh, there's a few more, uh, you know, good linebackers that came out of here with Lehman and Kalmus, uh Kenneth Murray in the recent. Uh, so he he knows he knows the lineage as it's here, and uh, you know he's uh, especially now with Venables. That's kind of what he's known for as linebacker use. So you know it's uh, it's exciting for him to uh, to kind of see what uh, what his potential is going to be. Is Venables just fit right? Just a great fit. I mean, the fact that he had been there—it's his first head coaching position, but he has to. And and you know, he's Mister Intensity. Uh, and do you feel like that was maybe just the perfect hire when you first heard it, or did you immediately think, okay, great, great hire? Or did it did it take you a little longer to uh, as uh, as as things have unfolded here? Uh, you know what, uh, man? It, it really, it really is a great hire. And and when all that went down, you know, Danny, you know, being an eighteen-year-old, his, you know, his uh, his knee-jerk reaction was, well, I guess I'm going to USC. You know, that's that's you know that, that's all he knew. And I said, said, look, man, just take this, let's just calm down. Uh, I know what's going to happen. If I got a, I had a feeling that they were going to go after Venables because it just made sense. So if, they, if if Oklahoma does, they're able to get the guy that they want. I mean, you look out, man. Something's going to be special, and you just need to just need to be patient. And uh, that's exactly what happened. And uh, you know, Vanderbilt was intense, and he demands, you know, just like uh, Coach Aranda, the van, you know, they they practice for perfection, and uh, they demand, you know, everybody, you know, you're, you're you're working and focused in. So it it's worked out really good for him, uh, for sure. Well, it'll be fun. I mean, I, again, hate that uh, you're right. Baylor, the timing probably wasn't great uh, for a lot of players during the pandemic, but he's ended up at a great place. And uh, what a fun deal to see your alma mater having so much success. And then, obviously, some excitement with Oklahoma going to the SEC and all of that. Uh, this has to be such a fun time. Uh, to be a parent and all of that kind of thing, Steve. Appreciate you doing this, and let's uh, let's stay in touch. And then one of these Baylor OU matchups, we'll have to get together at some point. All right, absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me on. And uh, you know, if you want to you want to talk uh, Baylor OU week, just just hit me up. We'll talk some football. That sounds great, Steve Stutzman. 
who uh, came from Dangerfield. And, uh, man, when, when uh, I said I was a kid, the truth is his, his uh, senior or his fifth year was my freshman year at Baylor. So I would have been up there in the Baylor line when he was finishing up. And that's an interesting point he made, Aaron, in the fact that pro style, I'm trying to think who was before Reedy. Duke Christian, Wade Turner used to be the running backs coach. Bill Lane was tight ends, and Cotton Davidson was quarterbacks coach. I mean, they had a great staff, but that, that he thought he was getting into a – and what he said was interesting. There was no transfer portal. There was no, oh, Reedy's going to – do this, so now I'm going to, you know, move on down the road. This guy was, uh, I mean, in terms of there was nobody that was more physically imposing, Aaron, back in the day than Steve Stutzman. I just can't believe I'm old enough to have walked the camp. Okay, I don't have to go down that deal, but I was just trying to think because in my mind, he got to campus in 87, so I wasn't even in high school yet, but was at Baylor for about five years. He he, Ben Sims, the Baylor tight end, is now having the career that Steve Stutzman should have had. Uh, ben Sims a, a matchup nightmare. He's got unbelievable hands, and Baylor and Jeff Grimes loves to use tight ends. Drake Dabney, the backup tight end. I don't even know if he's the backup. It's almost like they have a double tight end packages. Dabney's a great tight end too. Baylor's as deep right now at tight end as they have been in about 10 to 15 years. But Stutzman was an unreal athlete, and he hit it in the weight room and was, uh, was a guy that could just uh, – could have been dominant. I mean, I'm talking 6'4", 6'5", 245, and could run, as he said, about a 4'5", or 4'6". Uh, pretty remarkable stuff there. Uh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we'll continue to get you ready. We're going to reach out to uh, John Werner, the uh, the beat writer, covers Baylor, and he's uh, made his way to Provo. And we'll check in with John as we get you ready for tomorrow night's game. That is next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome to today's edition of the Baylor Sports Beat on the flagship station for Baylor athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we've got football, volleyball, and soccer news headed into the weekend. And it's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. During the Labor Day sales event, you can take your pick, a new 2022 Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger, and receive 0% for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. If you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 off your purchase. High-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. 
Go gold with Baylor Athletics and be the gold factor across each of the conference home openers this season. Fans are encouraged to help create a statement and wear exclusive Go Gold apparel from the Baylor Bookstore. Make a visual impact. Get your gold today. Current dates include volleyball versus TCU on September 21st, soccer versus Oklahoma on September 23rd, and football versus Oklahoma State on October 1st. Tickets are available on BaylorBears.com slash tickets. Go gold and Sikkim Bears. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball, number 15 in the nation, open play in the Baylor Invitational last night in the Farrell Center with a 3-0 sweep of Colorado State. The Bears now 4-2 on the season, back in action Saturday with a pair of games. They'll play Arizona State at 11.30 and Evansville at 7. Meanwhile, Baylor soccer on the West Coast. They dropped a 3-1 decision to San Francisco last night. They'll now move up the coast to Spokane, Washington, and play Gonzaga coming up Sunday afternoon at 3. Baylor football headed west this weekend as well. Leaving town today, they'll play tomorrow night against the BYU Cougars. It's a matchup of top 25 teams, Baylor number 9, BYU number 21. The Bears won over the Cougars in Waco last year, now the return trip, and Coach Dave Aranda was asked about the atmosphere at Lavelle Edwards his team will face on Saturday. Well, I, they're they're great at welcoming you at the beginning of the game, and um, just a really f- kind of friendly fan base. And then once you get in, I mean, it, it's packed and it gets loud. And you know, I think especially now that the games are later in the evening, I mean, that's a whole thing as well. Just uh, in your hotel, uh, looking at your uh, looking at the clock, you know. And so I think it, there is a home field advantage there. I mean, that's a storm that we have to run into. And we've been we've been um, talking about that and preparing for that, and so we'll see. Dave Aranda and the Bears taking on the BYU Cougars on Saturday night. Our broadcast begins at 7 p.m. with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 9:20 kickoff Central Time on Saturday night. The broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas Television Saturday on ESPN. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from Provo and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs is brought to you by Barnum Country Store, Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Booster Club, MP Electric, Security Bank of Crawford, TFNB, Your Bank for Life, and Hometown Construction. Coach, coming off a 21-6 win over Centerville last Friday night, this is the game where you trailed six to nothing going into the half, but your defense played a really good game all game long, and you were able to put some points on the board in the second half. Yeah, we uh, we went into halftime. We had a breakdown uh, in the second quarter that that cost uh, cost us a touchdown, uh, but we played pretty well defensively throughout that first half. Uh, we really shot ourselves in the foot uh, quite a bit in the first half just didn't seem to have our focus. And uh, so we went in at halftime, uh, made a few adjustments defensively, but really refocused uh, offensively and and was able to utilize the passing game in the second half, and it really turned out big for us. Now this week you continue non-district play on the road against Rio Vista. Talk a little bit about Rio Vista. First of all, what do they do offensively? Well, Rio Vista is a spread team, uh, much unlike Centerville. So, Kind of a different animal this week. Uh, they throw the ball quite a bit. They have a very good quarterback that's pretty accurate. Uh, 
Uh, he's a good athlete, so he, he's a he's a threat on every snap. Uh, the receiving core is, is the returners. All of them are returners, so they've got experience, and and so it's going to be a challenge for us to to uh, you know uh, approach this game a little differently than last week. We got to focus more on defending the passing game and and that sort of thing. So uh, you know, defensively, they're an odd front team, and and uh, they bring pressure uh, quite often. So we're going to have to be on our toes there and, and uh, you know, be able to pick those types of things up. But uh, a little different animal this week, but uh, still Rio Vista is a threat, uh, especially offensively because they do have some explosiveness. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Your one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is Barn on Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all your animals, they're the official Purina dealer. Barn on Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, Yeti products, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Barn on Country Store, located at 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. And check them out online at barnuncountrystore.com. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 7. 46474 with 20 years experience visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design, 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. 
Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. John Werner, I mean, this has been a banner day. We've had BYU representation now. The longtime Baylor beat man, John Werner, is on the scene. And, John, there's nobody that it likes the mountains more than you. Uh, are you um, – you may be in your hotel room right now. Can you look out the window, wherever you're standing right now, can you see mountains from where you are? Uh, no, I see more hotel windows. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking across a courtyard at the Hampton. I'm out by the airport. So, uh, yeah, oh, but man. I have seen them. Uh, I got to say, though, uh, it's a little smoggy here today. I guess uh, sometimes pollution kind of collects in the valley. So I'm hoping it clears off tomorrow morning when I'm going hiking. Yeah, I do not want any pollution, smog, any of that to interrupt what you need to do in the morning as you kind of make your way around Salt Lake. And then I'm sure, have you done some scouting to see, like, uh, some of the uh, – some of the better restaurants around either Provo or Salt Lake City. Uh, you're you're someone who likes the local flavor. What do you have on tap for this evening or even maybe tomorrow? Well, I've already gone to lunch right after I got here, and I went to a key source, Chris Williams of KWTX, who is from Salt Lake City. And he uh, he got some references from his dad. And uh, anyway, he uh, directed me to a place called Cafe uh, Molise. It's an Italian place, and, man, it was outstanding. Uh, yeah, it was great. So a real shout-out to Chris and his dad. That's good. I'm, and I'm sure the Waco Trib really appreci- appreciates all these recommendations as you, uh, as you run those expenses up pretty high at, <laughs> at, 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 at Cafe, Cafe Molise. Um, yeah, is, this it is very good. Uh, now, did you, John? When's the last time did were, were did you make the trip to Provo uh, when Lavelle Edwards was still coaching back in what would have been what nineteen eighty four? No, uh, Mickey Humphrey was our Baylor football beat writer back then. Uh, rest his soul. Um, yeah, he made that trip. Uh, but yeah, I definitely remember the '83 game in Baylor at Baylor. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a great win. That's probably one of the best wins of the Grant Taft era. Uh, it didn't go quite as well out here. So. <laughs> well, it's the consolation is they did win the national title that year. Yes. Um, yeah, in 1984. I was look. I was looking that up the other day, and it's just crazy. Like you just. You you didn't have to do quite as much to win a national title. They 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 did beat that Baylor team 
And then early in the season, they played Fodge Fazio's Pitt team, and they they beat Pitt. Pitt was number three in the country. Pitt, I looked at Pitt finished that th- that season three seven and one. That game sent them into a spiral. And then to win the national title, they pl- they played Michigan in the Holiday Bowl. John Michigan's record that season after getting beat by BYU six and six. And that won them a national title, playing in the in the whack, I believe it was. So that was. Well, was there a parade in Provo? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. They had the they had the enormous parade. Now the other thing, John, to look out for is something people keep saying. Um, and by the way, I I tweeted something about just a little joke about we we could teach them, you know, introduce them to some Dr. Pecker Dr. Pepper floats. And that mm-hmm. thing has that thing has gotten a lot of traffic out there. You know, uh, the the BYU people are all over social media. Now you saw the news, John, that two, the two star wide receivers for BYU are out of this game. Yeah, Gunnar Romney, that. yeah, in uh, uh, P- uh, Puka Nakua, who's a great great player for them. As you've done your Puka. research, and yeah, yeah, I was going to say Puka. <laughs> He really burned Taylor Lasser. He had five catches for 168 yards and a touchdown. Ooh. So both those guys are a big loss. I mean, uh, Gunner had a good game too. So yeah, that's a that's pretty big news. If you were going to make the argument, and you do one of those things where you say so and so has the edge or this team, and and you look at it, where does where do you think BYU? Uh, matches up the best, or maybe even has uh, an advantage? Because obviously Baylor's great on the O-line, great on the D-line. I think BYU also has a great O-line. Where do you? Where would you say BYU might have an advantage in this game? Uh, yeah, you know, I think the, the line play is going to be fairly even on both sides. I think they both have really good lines. I'd say right now it might be running back. Uh, the Cal transfer, Christopher Brooks, uh, mm. first game against USF, he had 135 yards on 13 carries. Uh, he can run a real physical style like Tyler Algier did. Uh, Baylor's got to do a lot better there than they did in the first half against Albany. Uh They only had 43 yards rushing in the first half. So that's going to be a big key for Baylor if they can establish the run early. Yeah, I think I think that will be important. And they obviously, I guess the good thing about that game, they got to have a lot of uh, running backs in the game. I mean, I, how many guys had carries, would you say, John? Probably five or six. Uh, for, I mean, if you count some of those uh, jet sweeps and all of that. I, but, but what happened to Josh Fleeks? Uh, I, I was just kind of curious. I mean, I, I don't, you know, they had moved him to running back. And and I was kind of anxious to see what kind of role he would play. Any any idea what's kind of going on with him? Because unless I just missed it, and boy, you know me, I can float around a press box and get distracted. I don't even think <laughs> Fleeks ever had a carry in that game. No, he didn't play. Uh, I'm not sure if it's an injury or uh, you know, if he's just down in the depth chart. Um, okay. But yeah, I thought he'd you know I thought he'd play a little more. Uh, you know, it was good to see Squirrel out there. He. Uh, you know, uh, he's trying to come back from an injury, a um, bunch of injuries. 
Yeah, but you know, Richard Reese is really, they've talked really highly of him all throughout camp. And uh, so I wasn't surprised he played a lot. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see him play quite a bit in this game. Yeah, I think Quaylen, I mean, it, it is a really interesting group of backs. All right, uh, John, I appreciate it. And uh, I want you to try just for the show, for the Matt Mosley show, try what they call that cougar's tail. It's some sort of like pastry. Um, it, it's a sweet and they have it at the game, and I'd really like you to try one. I want to hear about it because they the 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 BYU people talk it up quite a bit. It's called a, a cougar a cougar tail, and it's it involves uh, some kind of like uh, almost like a uh, it's it's a dessert. Let's just put it that way. Well, I have heard about it, and uh, I've had heart issues in the past, so that could do me in. <laughs> You're I fine now. Stay away from it. You're totally fine. You take great care of yourself, and that hike tomorrow will allow you to have a cougar tail at the game. John, have a great evening, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you, Matt. See you. You bet. There he goes. John Warner from the Waco Trib, Baylor beat writer and a great friend. All right, the dismount is next. Central Texas. The Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought to you by Saddle Creek Dental and Redwoods Incorporated. Coach, you open up with Chilton. Talk a little bit about fall camp and how camp is gone and, and as you prepare for uh, for your district, your uh, non-district opener coming up on Friday night. I think we had a really good two-a-days. Uh, you know, it's the first time since I've been here, we hadn't had a kid missing practice during two-a-days. And, uh, you know, I think that says a little bit about your team and, and their commitment to, to what you're trying to do. Uh, they all made sure they were here every day, and uh, and we had a really successful and really productive two days. Did the summer camp in, in in the in the off season program was that beneficial to the to the program leading into two days? I think it definitely is. Uh, we had quite a few of our young kids that showed up, which. Those kids we're going to have to depend on on Friday nights, and, and so they came to workouts and and got better, and and that's definitely going to help us in the long run. When when you look at this edition of your club, is this going to be a veteran football team, or, or are you going to have to fill in a lot of holes? It depends on which group you're talking about. Our our skill kids are pretty pretty veteran, and our upfront guys are not very experienced. So it's uh, kind of a a weird mix, but. Uh, you know, like I said, our skill kids, we've got a lot of returners there and, and offensive line, defensive line, we, we don't. So it's going to be kind of how well those young guys develop up front kind of going to determine what happens throughout the season. You're going to open with Chilton. Talk a little bit about that matchup for us. They're fast. They're real fast. Uh, they've got several guys that can run really well. And, uh, you know, obviously – when you got kids that can score from anywhere on the field, that always makes you a daunting opponent. And uh, you know we just got to try to limit the big plays and and hopefully you know hopefully use some clock on offense so that keep the ball out of their hands. ESPN Central Texas.
This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Montgomery Construction and Roofing is a second-generation roofing company located in Lorena. Montgomery Construction and Roofing offers commercial and residential roofing, such as shingles, metal roofing, TPO, gutters, roofing repairs, and replacements. Give Montgomery Construction and Roofing a call at 254-655-1024. That's 254-655-1024. Or visit their website, RoofsTexas.com, for a free roof inspection. Montgomery Construction and Roofing proudly supports the Lorena Leopards. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. We're SIA LTL Freight. For nearly a century, our team has been committed to driving business forward. From Lady Liberty to the Golden Gate, Superstore to Corner Store, we go that extra mile, expanding our team to better serve you. So trust that when you partner with SIA, we take every delivery personally. Visit SIA.com for all your shipping needs. That's SAIA.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, we got to say good night. And uh, all across Central Texas into the Metroplex, of course, Austin, Houston, we're all headed out to see some high school football tonight. I may drop by and see Matt Stafford have his jersey retired this very evening. Uh, lots of good stuff, though. I like uh, I like the game of the week. We had Curtis Quillen on that uh, Rogers at Troy. That's one to keep uh, keep an eye on. Aaron, we were getting word that the Temple game there at Col- in College Station um, that that game has been uh, the kickoff is at seven thirty. All right, it's been pushed back to seven thirty. We're getting word on that, uh, and uh, Tom Barfield doing yeoman's work. Uh, was uh, doing Waco last night. That tough result there. Um, I believe I saw that one 45-3 perhaps after uh, coming off a nice win. And then um, and then turning around and doing some Temple football because Ward White's the voice of Temple. I mean, he's out there at Wisconsin-Whitewater. That game, uh, I think the pregame starts eh, right around 11.30 tomorrow over on Fox Central Texas. But we are on ESPN Central Texas, and we wrap it up this evening. Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, we do have the Cowboys. The game is Sunday night. We'll be in position uh, to uh, cover that one, and we'll be talking about it Monday. Tom Brady, he's had kind of an interesting camp, been out for quite a bit of time, but he will be back, and he will show up. At AT&T Stadium as the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers get that one going. Everybody have a tremendous weekend. Listen to Aaron and Lark tonight on the Scoreboard Show. Talk to you soon. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz.